able to make a name for himself. And the other one is Kevin Sider, a transfer from Quinnipiac. Uh, Got to get the New England references in here. But uh, he finished last year in the MEAC on a, on a tear. Uh, I watched him throw uh, with you, Austin. We watched him throw, uh, was that like last week or a week and a half ago? Correct, I was and there. You were there. And I just kind of like what he brings. Um, like I said, last year he was really good at Quinnipiac towards the end of the season. Kind of sits in the mid-90s with his fastball. Uh, has like command with his breaking stuff, has confidence in it. Um, I think that he's going to be one of the main uh, rotation members. So I think that he's going to get every opportunity to, to go in there and try to prove himself at the Pac-12 level. And I want to start with pitching because I think for me, both watching practices and just in seeing Isaac Aon uh, and RJ Gordon return, that's that's kind of the thing I'm most excited about. Um, tell me what you've seen from the pitching staff, some some names that might surprise us, uh, anything you've seen from from Gordon or Aon or, or really any of the guys that you figure to be kind of a big part of the, the pitching staff this year. Yeah, I think there's going to be a bunch of names. Um, I, obviously, you, you talked about Aon and Gordon. Uh, you're both coming off of injuries. Gordon, uh, you know, projects to be maybe a guy in the rotation and or somebody who's a long reliever. Uh, Aon, you know, I haven't got to see them both, but, uh, you know, there's been good things about them. Um, but in, in terms of guys that are, uh, I guess, kind of new names, is that kind of what you're asking for? Yeah. Yeah, I already went through Cider. I think he's going to be a guy who's at the top of the rotation, maybe a Friday, but definitely either a Saturday or Sunday guy. Um, guys like Grayson Grinsell are still around. He's going to be a really uh, important part of their bullpen um, or the starter role. Uh, Brock Moore could be a guy who's the closer. Um, he's going to be... He's a giant kid. He's like six foot six, six foot five. He's built, uh, built like a linebacker, built like a tight end. Uh, he can run it up there in the in the upper nineties. I think the one time I saw him, he was up at like ninety five, ninety six, and that was back in October, probably. So uh, with the full off season of you know maintaining his arm health, he should be up there in the near the triple digits at points this year. I'm sure once it gets starts to get warmer. Um, Jackson Jordan is another guy who I saw who I thought was actually pretty good. Uh, I can't remember his first name, but friend, friend is Michael. Uh, Michael Friend. Uh, we watched him. Uh, you and I, Austin. Um, he's he's good. He he was a junior college transfer. Performed well out of a starting rotation spot at the JC uh, for two years, two or three years. Um, but he looked really good on the mound. He uh, struck out a lot of guys looking. Used a lot of backdoor sweeping breaking balls. Um, got up there in the low 90s. So I think there's honestly, you know, I don't have the roster in front of me. I actually think it's still with you. It is uh, in my backpack. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. But I think there's going to be a lot of new names. Like, obviously, there's the returners, the freshmen from last year, like Turner School Jerry. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Don't talk about the freshmen. I want to, that's my next question. I'm not going to talk about them. Okay. I'm just listing them. Okay, cool. But just making uh, sure. there's. There's a lot of returners, but you know Oregon went out to the portal and added a lot of depth there. They also bring in a lot of uh, new pitchers, you know, true freshmen. A guy like Cole Stokes, who was a top 150 draft prospect, who still signed with the Ducks. Um, you know, I haven't seen him pitch, but I've heard good things. Probably up to the mid upper 90s. Um, he, but he's a true freshman, so we'll see how often he pitches. But I think there's just going to be a lot of new names in general, and there, there was a lot of a lot of uh, transitions from last season. A lot of guys either you know, hit, hit the portal or, or, or went professional or just graduated. Um, so I think there's going to be some new names, but uh, those are just a couple guys. I, I want to talk about the freshman from last year. I know, surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's three really big ones on on the offensive side that I want to start with. Um, 
and I, the first one is Drew Smith. Obviously, he was awesome last year in his limited playtime. Dom Hellman mm-hmm. is someone who, when we both saw him swing, we both kind of kind of glanced at each other and were like, oh, this is a different Dom Hellman. And Carter Grotti, and I think uh, all three of those guys have been have been kind of penciled into a spot uh, in the starting lineup this year or, or to get more at-bats than they did last year. Um, what are your thoughts on the three of them? What do you think their, their offensive profiles are going to be like this year? You know, there's there's some question mark behind it because, albeit like in very small sample size, both Drew Smith and Carter Karate performed well. You know, Dom went down with an injury and was out for probably like 70, 80% of the year last year. But uh, I think that it could be really good. You know, I really like Drew Smith and his plate approach. He takes the ball the other way. That's something you can't really teach a freshman, um, but he did it a lot last year. Uh, he also has a lot of power in his bat, so another year of like off-season work and playing in the summer and working with uh, Oregon strength coach Daryl Hunter is certainly going to help him. And then same with Carter Grady. You know, I thought he, last year he was potentially like the best infielder on the team, um, but he just wasn't ready for the college pitching. Uh, he had limited samples, but he still he still performed well. I think he had a three-hit day against Utah last year, if my memory serves me correct. And you know, I think that he could be a bat. And then obviously it all kind of Oregon's offensive production could look very similar in terms of extra base hits and home runs that Dominic Hellman can hit at the collegiate level. Uh, we saw him hit one home run last year. We saw him have like a two-knock day against Oregon State. Um, his potential is, is huge. I mean, he has exit velocities that are, you know, in the 112, 115 miles an hour. He's six foot six. He looks physically a lot better. He's kind of slimmed down. He's still a hulking figure, but he's not. It doesn't look like he has any bad weight on him. He looks like he could go run, you know, routes at tight, at tight end for Oregon's offense next season. But he just needs to adapt to uh, college pitching, and we'll find out eventually. But you know, I would have him slated in as an everyday DH if if he can prove that he can hit college pitching. You cannot get his bat out of the lineup just because of the pure power that he has. Like he can, he can miss hit a baseball and it can go over 400 feet. He can miss hit a ball that can go farther than if somebody like you know perfect perfect barrels it um so there's a lot of question marks there with those three freshmen or returning guys now sophomores but there's still just a lot of talent left in that tank and if oregon can get um if they can get good seasons out of all of them i really like where they're going to be this year and on the pitching side for the freshmen last year um turner spoljerick's the guy that had some really good moments down the stretch matthew grabman uh a guy that I think is is one of the more talented pitchers on the roster with his uh, deadly, deadly fastball. Um, Jackson Pace had some big moments. Uh, I got to shout out my guy, Dylan McShane. But the big one, like you mentioned a little bit, uh, Grayson Grinsell. Um, these were all guys that pitched big innings for the Ducks last year as freshmen. And yes, they're bringing back a guy like Logan Mercado who led the team in innings last year. And yes, they're bringing back Isaac Aon and RJ Gordon. But I do think that these the the guys that were freshmen last year are still going to have some some really big roles on this team this year. What what do you kind of picture that to be? I think the the roles like the big roles are there, but I, like I was saying, there's going to be a lot of new depth. There's going to be a lot of new talent in the pitching department, and um, you know we'll see by the end of the year. Maybe the statement will be true, but I really think this could be like the best pitching staff that Wazikowski's ever had, except for like 2000 and, uh, 2021, where it was still Alstrom and Colin Kafka and guys like that, just because of the pure depth, the pure talent that they have. And for the returning freshmen, you know, guys like Turner Spiljeric and Grabman and Pace, 
uh, and even Grinsville to a point, were all kind of thrown in there because of the injuries, because of the seasoning injuries to, Pitt, or to Stofel, to, uh, to RJ, to Aon. Um, you know, they all had opportunities because that was it. Like, they, they couldn't not pitch. And this year they're good. They're going to have to fight for spots. And I still like Grabman. I still like Spiljeric. I still like Pace. I still like all the guys you mentioned. But um, as, of, like, as of now, I would put, from what I've just, just what I've heard, what I've seen and what I've heard, it's, it's Spiljeric has been doing his job, and so has Grayson, and then Grabman as well. But there needs to be some, you know, some next level steps that are taken between, you know, like the first month, month and a half of the season for those big roles to be carved out for the other guys. But I still think that all of them will be included this year, either in the starting rotation or the bullpen. Uh, it's just going to be, it's just going to be really competitive. You know, like pitching staff, which is great. You want that iron sharpens iron mentality, and, and Oregon is certainly trying to do that in the bullpen and the staff. One guy specifically I want to talk about in the bullpen, Austin Anderson, mm-hmm. had an awesome year last year uh, in a lot of regards. The strikeout per nine number is insane, uh, 12.8. Um, the home runs per nine number is triple zeros. The hits per nine is 3.2. The ERA is 0.6. And the walks per nine uh, is almost nine. Um, and I think that's that's kind of the big the big ticker about him is is the walks. Um, literally everything else is perfect. Like he, it, he's he's unbelievable. He was named second team All American today. Uh, what do you project for for him this year? Because he's a guy that that uh, the Ducks kind of need at the back end of the bullpen. Yeah, I mean, like you said, if he can get his walks down, uh, like theoretically, he can be even better, um, which is really saying something because he was nasty last year. Um, he just had an unhittable slider. It felt like when he was on, there was a legitimate chance that it could just be like a nine or a 10 pitch, three strikeout inning. Um, basically, anytime that he was on, uh, if he could command the zone or get people to swing at his off speed, like low and away. Um, people weren't touching it. And there was a reason that he was named uh, like the second team all-conference player um, today, I think it was, by the college baseball writers, um, because he's, he's really good. Uh, he had some injuries to deal with in the offseason, but I've heard that he's doing well. Um, I'm sure that Oregon is going to take it slow at the start of the season, just like they should because of how early the year starts. But, you know, he's going to be a critical guy back there. Um, you know, Oregon loses a lot in terms of their total, like their back end with Malaris going uh, to the draft, to the Blue Jays. So they're going to need a guy to be the closer. And maybe it's Anderson. Maybe it's Moore, who I talked about earlier. Maybe it's Toby Twist, a guy who I didn't mention, but now pops in my head, a lefty, a true freshman, who I've seen a couple times perform really well. Um, there's going to be some spots back there, you know, just like I was talking about with the true freshman. Um, but Anderson is certainly going to be a main factor in that bullpen. And I'm just kind of interested to see, you know, where he's going to slot up as. Is it going to be the setup guy? Is it just going to be like one of your really solid middle relievers? Or, you know, could he even be a closer? Because, you know, those stats that you went through are closer type stats. There's, you know, that's a legitimate arm who's going to strike out a lot of guys who's going to get you out of some jams, and that's what you want in a closer. That was uh, that was beautiful. I appreciate it. It was really good. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Anytime. Um, I uh, I forgot my next question, but I, no, 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 that's completely not true. Just uh, generally anything else you want to add. Um, yeah. Well, I, I'm uh, I'm excited for the season to start. I'm uh, you know I'll be down there in Arlington for the opening series. I think it's a uh, uh, you know I had Mark Wazikowski on the pod today, head coach, and you know he kind of said it was a double-edged sword because there's going to be a lot more people watching the games. It's not that, like a not a national game, but because it's on you know full flow sports baseball or whatever it is. But 
you know, these hey. are bigger programs. Shout out. They're, hey, shout out, yeah. Uh, they're, you know, playing Oklahoma, and they're playing number 18 Texas Tech. They're te- playing Baylor. Like, you know, they're not beating up on, you know, Northwestern State like right. they were last year. Um, so it's a little double-edged sword because, yeah, if they do well, then that certainly makes a little bit of a wave or an impact of how people look at Oregon. But, you know, if they get – if uh, the talent's not there, it's the first games of the year, everybody doesn't play that well. If they get smoked, then it certainly makes them look bad. But I'm still excited that they're going to have the chance to go out there and prove that prove to some of the polls that they should have been ranked. I mean, I get why they weren't ranked, but – uh, it's certainly an opportunity. I'm looking forward to just going down there and watching them and seeing how they play against you know other Power Five level schools. Any other specific series you think Ducks fans should look out for this year? Uh, I mean, any against like Oregon State, UCLA, right. obviously the two big ones. I think Arizona State's going to be good this year. I do too. Uh, shout Washington. out, shout out, Crawdad's legend Sean Fitzpatrick. By the way, had to had to had to throw that in there. Yeah, I don't get a chance always. to talk Arizona State baseball ever, so I needed that one. Uh, continue. Well, you, yeah, you do cover Oregon, so that makes sense. Yeah. I don't get a chance to talk about Arizona State baseball either. But uh, you know, Washington was really good last year. They lost a couple kids in the transfer portal that uh, I think could really make an impact. They had another couple guys drafted too, but I, I think they're an up-and-coming program. I really liked what I saw from them last year. USC is the same thing. They actually return um, – I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but they're number one, come back for another year. Uh, he should be like one of the preseason pitcher of the year favorites, that, I think. Is it Aoki? Yeah, it's Aoki. Yeah, Thank he's you. awesome. Kaden Aoki. Yeah, he's he's really good. He was really good last year. Um, so I think there's honestly, uh, this is going to suck, but I'm just going to say it. All of the road series are ones that Oregon fans should pay attention to sure. because you know last year they got all of those at home. You know they got they got to play uh, the best talents in the Pac-12, but this year they're they're all on the road, which kind of sucks for me because I won't be going. But uh, you know that's that's going to be the best talent, and the Pac-12 is always you know one of the best baseball conferences in the country. It's them, the SEC, uh, and the Big 12. So it's certainly some some games to watch out for. But honestly, a lot of the road games are are the bigger, the heavy hitters, I should say. Awesome. Well, Jared, if we want to find more of your work, all that jazz, you've been here before. You know what to do. Where do we Where do we find that? <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jared underscore Max Seven or X, whatever you want to call it. Uh, on Blue Sky, if anybody is listening and has it, you can follow me there. Uh, it's Jared dot Mac. Pretty easy to remember. And uh, you can find all of my work and uh, the upcoming baseball stuff that I'll be doing the preseason and uh, you know like lineup projections, all that jazz, on uh, DuckTerritory dot com for the twenty four seven Sports Network. Awesome. Well, Jared, thank you so much. Well, you know what? Probably see you next week. Yeah. No, that sounds like a good idea. Thanks, Austin. Thanks, Jared. All right. That was Jared Mack from Duck Territory. That's going to do it for our Oregon baseball segment. When we come back, we'll talk some Oregon women's basketball as they head on the road. Yeah. It's going to do it for us for this segment. We'll be back in a couple minutes for the rest of Quacksmack on 88.1. KWVA. Dolly Parton's Imagination Library is dedicated to inspiring a love of reading. 